I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host. This is another edition of Talk Radio. This It is Thursday, um, October 13th. A lot of exciting stuff. We've got week six in the NFL. Um, baseball, the playoffs um, are in full tilt. Dodgers, uh, Padres, exciting game last night, but the Padres held on. And uh, they go back to San Diego, tied 1-1. But we're going to talk about football um, today. Um, we're going to do another interview with uh, the great Mark Franco. He is our uh, handicapper here, um, here in Las Vegas. He's a senior handicapper, Vegas insider. For those who listen to the show, you have uh, he's been on a couple times. And I'm going to get him on the phone here in a minute. We're going to talk about some of these things. But first, let's talk the fact that it's Paul on talk radio here on the Sports Comedy Show. So it was the talking heads who sing burning down the house. But who's burning down the house so far in the NFL? Well, I'll tell you, there's one team, Philadelphia, 5-0. They're burning down the house. And they got a big matchup against Dallas, 4-1. Another team burning down the house. Then on the other side of the coin, um, what about our local Las Vegas Raiders, who are supposed to be the big home team favorite at the Death Star in Allegiant Stadium? Well, turns out that they uh, literally burned down the house and they're done. So kind of a bummer there. But, you know, we call it the way it is. It is a sports comedy show. I just talk about mainstream sports. I put a little comedy in there. Try to keep it fun and fresh for everybody. But it is football season, so everybody loves to, you know, decide wants to know who they think is going to win the games and stuff like that. So let's get Mark on the phone and get into it and have some fun and, uh, See uh, what the outcome or what looks good here for this um, weekend. All right. Here we go. Hello, this is Paul coming to you from beautiful Las Vegas. Hi, Paul. How are you today? Good morning, Mark. How are you? And yes, you're right. It is beautiful Las Vegas. I agree with you, and uh, a lot of exciting stuff. I was just telling our fans, the show is, originates here in Vegas, and, um, you know, it's always exciting when we talk because you're a senior handicapper, and it is football season, so we'll get into all that stuff in a minute. Um, before we get into the football, Mark, what are you, have you been following the playoffs, uh, and uh, what, what do you think is going to happen? The Dodgers lost a close one last night. Do you think they can still go to San Diego and do what they need to do? Yeah. I can tell you this much, uh, in the middle of October here, um, this is the best time of year. It's great when we have the Super Bowl or March Madness, but uh, when we get to mid-October, you know, obviously we still have the baseball playoffs, which we're all interested in, uh, the NFL and college football in full gear, and now you have the uh, NHL and the NBA starting. So um, we have as, uh, probably as much on the menu, Paul, Um not just in Vegas, but now that sports betting is legal all over, um, than we do at any other point of the entire season. So, great time not only to live in Vegas, but now that other uh, other states will be able to make wagers. It's it's a great time of year, and I think, uh, you know, the baseball playoffs are great, but uh, little topsy-turvy was rooting for, uh, uh, wanted to watch the Yankee game tonight, but unfortunately it's been rained out in New York. So, um, we'll move on to uh, the NHL stuff. 
Okay, yes, you are correct about that. Very busy time of the year, um, as you mentioned. And um, the neat thing is this is nationwide now. It's not just a local Vegas thing. You know, everybody wants to know um, everything about these games because of all the uh, activity they can do right on their phone with sports betting and stuff like that. So, uh, excited. Let, let's get into it. Let's get right into some of these plays and let's get a little theme music here because it sounds like this. This is the NFL. We are on the Sports Comedy Show. I want to thank YouTube there for our little sound by We always got to give them credit for when we do that. Um, okay, Mark, and um, it's been a big, big schedule, and I've looked them over. So why don't we start off with um, what you think is going to go on with the Giants and Ravens? We're going to start with that game because the Giants had a big win last week against Green Bay. What do you think is going to happen this week? Ah. Uh. God, the Giants have been uh, a pretty much of a, I won't say a great, but a big surprise so far this year. And, uh, you know, Paul, that, that that tells you exactly what the difference of having a good head coach can do for your team. And I think Dabo, um, uh, Dabel, um, that came from Buffalo, uh, I think he's got the Giants headed in the right direction. Uh, the Ravens, still a good team, but they have leaky holes all over the place. And their defense is just... Uh, is nowhere near what it used to be uh, back when the Ravens were a very predominant team. But, uh, you know, just some stats. And, again, just to start off the show, I do not base my selections just based on uh, uh, trends. Stats, maybe, but trends, no. But uh, I think uh, the people enjoy when I throw out some of the trends here. And uh, the Ravens are 5-0 and in their last five games following and against the spread loss. And they've been a very good team on the road, and now they're heading to Foxborough. Uh, but, again, we can use the word but quite a bit in the show, but the Ravens are 11-28 and 28 in their last 40, uh, 41 games in October. And when it comes to months and NFL schedules or, or, or trends, um, I'm not a huge believer in it, but over the years, Paul, it does make a difference. Whether you have trends in September, October, November, teams that start off hot, finish cold um the home team in this game is uh five and one in the last uh, five meetings and i just think that the the ravens should not be uh, a favorite let alone the, what the price is right now so um this is one game i'll share with all the listeners i, I do like the giants uh at home plus the points uh, no question about that yeah i kind of agree with you i think uh five or you know whatever it is five or five and a half that's an odd number to start with and that is a lot and uh, th this doesn't figure to be a high-scoring game. This could be one of those lower-scoring defensive battles, even though Baltimore likes to run and gun, even though he's running. But, um, yeah, I like the Giants at home with the points. I, I kind of agree with you on that quick, one. Uh, the money is coming in on the Ravens, Paul, just to let the listeners know. Okay. Um, again, this is Thursday night, but the, uh, uh, the Ravens are now minus six. Um, so you're talking about getting a much better number with the Giants than a crooked number, as I call five or five and a half. So uh, Giants definitely a play this week. Um, I just think this will be a close game. And uh, the Ravens have not been imp impressive this year whatsoever. I, no, I agree with you. Okay, that's a good start. Let's move on. Let's talk about the next one here. Let's. I see a good one going on in Cleveland this weekend. That's going to be the Patriots going into Cleveland. And before I uh, let you talk about it, I'd like to uh, mention that my five-star pick last week was the Patriots. So my five-star pick hit. 
Um, kind of liked him last week, and um, I'll be honest, I'd like him again this week. But uh, let's see what you, you what your thoughts are on this game. Well, not only did your play hit last week, it uh, it dominated last week. Um, uh, Paul, that's that's a, a game in the business we call a rocking chair game, and it doesn't happen too often. But uh, the Patriots just whipped the crap out of out of the Lions. Um, I was I was very impressed. Uh, this zippy guy, you know, uh, have you ever heard of him before he got drafted by the Patriots? No, no, but he, he uh, looks I sharp. And uh, yeah, he's the next, he's going to be the new messiah there in, page, in New England. I don't know I think. about that, but he, he, from from what I've watched, uh, he's pretty damn good. So, um, and this game, uh, you know, the Patriots are at Cleveland, but, you know, Cleveland has like a, a Jekyll and Hyde personality. Uh, the Browns are great rushing the ball behind Nick Chubb. Uh, they're in the top three um, uh, in the NFL as far as rushing yards, but they cannot stop the run. So that's been a, a thing that I think has held uh, the Cleveland Browns back a little bit. They can't stop the run. Right. And, uh, no matter who plays quarterback for the Patriots in this game, um, you know, if Mac Jones does able to come back, which I got a feeling Belichick's going to sit him for one more week. Uh, he has a, a very viable backup, which uh, a lot of teams don't. But this, uh, uh, I call him Zappy. I, I don't know exactly how to pronounce his name, but uh, the kid's got some moxie, and uh, uh, he looks like he's not he's not nervous back there. And if it, of all coaches, Belichick knows how to uh, feed a young guy enough place to succeed, but not enough place to confuse him. So um, I think this is going to come down to the running game, but. Uh, God, I, I, I definitely lean towards the Patriots right now, plus two and a half as a dog. I would suggest yes. maybe wait a little bit. Maybe it goes to three, but I, I, I highly doubt that. Okay, and, and I'll tell you why I like them again in this game. is um, it, I'm going to look at the coaching factor. It's Bill Belichick, and you saw what he did last week. He just outcoached Detroit from the get-go. I, I think Cleveland right now is in a holding pattern because they're waiting for Deshaun uh, Watson and Sadly, by the time he gets around, they're going to be done. So um, I don't think they, they have any direction as good as Nick Chubb is. That's why I like the Patriots. I, I think they're, they they want to contend in the East with the Dolphins and the Bills, and they know they need to win this game. So I look for them to, to outright win this one. Yeah, if there's anybody who knows how to stop the run, it's uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So yep. uh, I, couldn't agree, I couldn't agree more. Okay, let's move on. We've got a few more we're going to look at. Now, here's one, um, Seattle and Arizona. Um, this one, you know, Seattle is a funny team. Uh, it's going to be a home game for Seattle because they give up points in seconds. Then they turn around and score points in seconds, but then they end up on the short end of the stick. Both these teams, two and three. What do you see happening here um, in uh, Seattle? Well, both of these teams have... Uh... Uh, probably the worst defenses um, right in the bottom five or seven, so to speak. And uh, the Cardinals just suck um, as far as defensive goes. Um, and I think, you know, the Cardinals offense still has a, a lot of weapons there. They're, they, they've been pretty good. Kyler Murray's been able to uh, move the team downfield and get what we call chunk yards. And I think for me, Paul, the biggest surprise, and this is where I got egg on my face, and um, I love to admit when I'm correct, but I don't mind whatsoever to admit when I'm wrong. And Geno Smith for the Seahawks has played 
I'm not going to use the word outstanding, but I would use the word very good. And he's been a pretty much a piece of shit in his whole career, <laughs> going back to the Jets. Um, he just couldn't read defenses. Yeah. He would always over or under throw somebody. The guy's got an arm like a cannon. And I think Pete Carroll, as old as he is, and, you know, Pete doesn't look that old, but he, he's old. He's been around football his whole life. The reason that they got picks for Russell Wilson is because I believe Pete Carroll had faith um, in him. And uh, as as far as what I've seen so far, um, I, I think that the Seahawks are a little bit of a surprise for me. They already had some good offensive weapons, but when Geno Smith doesn't turn the ball over and can fire the ball like we saw last week, 50 yards downfield on the fly, this is a team that's always going to score points. And their defense is nowhere near what it used to be years ago. Same with the Cardinals. Kyle Murray, uh, I don't think he can throw the ball like Geno Smith. He can get out of the pocket, get some rushing yards. So I think both teams score. Um, well, I have a couple stats here about the uh, overs. The Cardinals are 6-1 and one against the spread and over in the last seven meetings in Seattle. So, uh, yeah, we're not looking at any weather factors here. I think... Uh, it's going to be a good game to watch. I think it goes over the total as high as it is. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, you know, I am a Pete Carroll fan. I followed him way back um, when he goes back to the USC days in uh, Southern California. Uh, but, you know, you're not the only one who's surprised with Geno Smith. And everybody now, he's, he's putting up so many points and numbers. He's been big on fantasy football. Everybody wants Geno Smith. So uh, I think the key to this game as far as trying to get the win – is at some point defense has to play, but as we mentioned, I don't see it. I like the over. I'm with you on the over in this one. Um, I, I just think both these teams need to find uh, answers on the defense side. I don't think they're going to find it this week in Seattle. Let's move on. Okay, now, oh, wow, well, Mark, what about the game of the week? Let's talk about the game of the week, Mark, and that's going to be Buffalo at Kansas City and uh, – you know, it's a shame the Godfather's not here this week because it's on the road. But uh, we, we know he'd be going crazy. What are your thoughts, both 4-1? and one, um, This is the rematch from last year, uh, the playoff game. What are your thoughts there, Mark? I mean, both these teams have been the best in the AFC for a few years now. Um, I think it's great, however, the schedule makers, however it falls, if you get to play each other during the regular season. Um, and we're talking about... Unfortunately, Paul, I wish this game was on either Sunday night or Monday night football, but it's a, uh, a late start, 4 o'clock, I believe, 4.15, East Coast, uh, 1 o'clock our time, but uh, there's no other game on at that time, and I'll be glued to watch this because you got two of the best quarterbacks in, I would say, our decade here going forward. No question about it. They both have so much physical talent, can run, get out of the pocket, I think it's kind of a wash there, but uh, the thing about the Bills that concerns me, I guess about both teams, but the Bills, first off, is their secondary. They, they've been banged up. They still have a couple injuries, but um, yeah, they're, they're good on both sides of the ball. As far as the Chiefs go, uh, they're a little bit leaky on defense, but you know, Mahomes can do anything. The one thing about Kansas City so far this year, for my analysis here, uh, watching every game that they've played, they, they tend to fall behind early and then come back late. So uh, I think that's something that you might want to look into. Um, as far as stats go, uh, we're, we're kind of looking at clearly at an over. There's not a whole lot of side um, 
uh, against the spread stats that make sense. But the over is eight and two in the Bills' last ten games, and uh, the Chiefs is over four and one in their last five, following and against the spread loss, uh, which obviously they won the game against the Raiders on Monday, but lost against the spread. And uh, okay, hey, Paul, that was that was a hell of a game on Monday night, was it not? Uh, that was excitement plus on last Monday, but let's stay here. So you, you made an interesting point, and I agree. Kansas City does fall behind, and they come back. Buffalo, to be honest, unless they're blowing out the Steelers or something, they do the same thing. So two teams that are used to falling behind but then pour it on at the end. We saw the Bills. They almost poured it on past the Dolphins. Um, so this could be a game that goes right down to the end. But guess what? Guess who's here after all? Of course, the Godfather, he said, oh, yeah. give me the damn microphone. Let me talk to this Mark Franco. Mark, I love your stats, but let's get real. It's the Bills Mafia that's going to pull the strings. Here's the real story, Mark. We went in there last year. We should have won that game, but the refs said, oh, no, there's still 10 seconds left, and they gave it to Kansas City. This week, we're going to go in there. We're going to kick their ass. Let's not make any other story short. I'm going to put it to you right here, Mark. You let your fans and your handicappers know. Take the bills. Okay, thank you, Godfather. Mark, you heard that from there. I will say one thing, Godfather. Um, that was great. And uh, I, I think uh, the Bills Mafia, there's no question, they'll, they'll travel on the road. So they're going to be there at Hourhead Stadium. I, I, that's like, like a fact. They don't care how they have to buy tickets. They'll get tickets. The Mafia will get into Arrowhead Stadium. But I just think this is a firework game back and forth. And whenever there's an over and under as high as it is in this game, you always have to be cautious. But there's always a reason why it's that high. So I'm going to sit back and uh, at 125 uh, Pacific time, 425 Eastern time. I think there is not that many great late games. This will be the feature game. Can't watch to watch it every play. And uh, maybe actually Paul has some uh, maybe in-game or at least a halftime bet or two. We'll see how the game plays out. Thank you, Mark. I agree with you. We're going to get there. We don't need tickets. We are the Bills Mafia. We're going to storm the gates, and we're going to kick the shit out of them. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Godfather. And that was a good call, Mark. I'm glad we talked about that game. I mean, that was an absolute must. Now, there's one more on the schedule. Mark, do you got time for one more game that I'd like to go over? Okay, I'm glad you do. Because on the let's go to the NFC now. Well, there's another marquee matchup and in the other game of the week. And that's going to be your Cowboys, or as they say, how about them, Cowboys? And then they're going up into Philly, who's 5-0, and and everybody's praising the Phillies. Um, I'm I'm not 100% sold on the Phillies, although I know they're playing really good ball. You mean the Eagles, the Eagles, not the Phillies. The Phillies, you're right, Phillies, I'm thinking baseball. And I'm not sold on them either in baseball. But nonetheless, it's Philly, it's the Eagles. Um... What what are your thoughts in this game with Dallas four and one at Philadelphia five and zero? Got to do a little more digging here because this fucking line went uh, went a little bit berserk here. Um, ah, listen, the the Eagles are a good team. There's no question. What they've showed so far in the NFC, uh, I would say they're slightly the team to beat. The one thing with the Eagles is, unlike we were talking about the game before, the Eagles are a team that gets out in front. They play great in the first half. And that for whatever reason, uh, Nick Sirianni plays a little bit more conservative in the second half. And we saw that again last week. So um, are the Eagles one of the best teams in the NFC? I would say, yeah, 
but not head and shoulders above anybody. And when we talk about the Cowboys, it comes down to this. I mean, Cooper Rush has been, uh, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, my God, he's been fantastic. No, he hasn't been. He's been good. He's been good enough to lead the Cowboys. They have enough talent between the offensive line, the wide receivers that they have. They can make plays. So I think when you're talking about Cooper Cush, uh, uh, Rush, um, you know, he's been okay. He's not Dak Prescott, but he's been okay. Dak might start this game. I don't think he's going to because I just saw this line movement here. The Eagles are now minus six and a half. Right of the games in Philly, one of the toughest crowds to fight. But I think the Cowboys are uh, very close with the Eagles. So I, I, I'm going to lean, unless I see something uh, that I'm not seeing right now with injuries, I'm going to lean the, the Cowboys at six and a half and probably win a day and see if it actually gets to seven because everybody's uh, sky high on the Eagles. Granted, they're 5-0, and oh, um, but, but no team is that great. So I think this will be a battle that comes down to a field goal. Should be a great Sunday night game, no question. I agree with you. Um, that's way too many points. And I, I'll be honest, I like the Cowboys. I like Cooper Rush. And, you know, I'm going to touch on something that you mentioned. Um, as far as a quarterback, everybody thinks the quarterback has to be the next, has to be a wizard. And that's not true. As long as you don't make mistakes. and just, it, Yeah, and that's, we've seen that with Jimmy Garofalo. Don't make the mistakes. Just play solid football. We saw it last year with Matthew Stafford. And, uh, and that's what Cooper Rush is doing. He's not making mistakes. He's not turning over the ball. He uh, He's converting on third down. So I like the Cowboys. I think the new look Cowboys, everybody's still stuck on Bryant. And I think he, I, I like Cooper Rush, to be honest. Everybody's stuck on Ezekiel Allett. Forget him. I like Tony Pollard. It's a new look. They got Micah Parsons on defense. Um, I think the Dallas is for real. And um, I would not be surprised if they go in there on this Sunday night and knock them off. So, yep, Sunday night game. It'll be the recap of uh, the entire long Sunday watching football. Yeah. But, uh, Paul, I was looking real quick while you were talking. Yeah, go ahead. I can't see anything yet, but I, I kind of think there's something uh, on the injury report that I'm not aware of because for the Eagles to go up to six and a half, um, I, I mean, I could be wrong. The public could have steamed it already, but. Uh, that kind of surprises me because um, that is I, high. I, I thought the Eagles okay. should be open at uh, minus three, maybe go to three and a half. But uh, you know, I'm looking at odds right here on Vegas Insider, like I always do. Yeah. And the Eagles are now a minus six and a half point favorite. So yeah. I have to do a little research on that one. But uh, thought it was so fantastic to talk about all these games with you, Paul. All right, it was. It was fun, and, and I'm going to make my five star pick for this week. I'm going to go with that one. Believe it or not, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. They are my five-star pick. Before we end our call, Mark, do you have a uh, selection for our crowd today? Yep. Um, if we're going to do this, then you get the line that it is right now. Again, this is recorded on Thursday night, but yes. uh, regardless. So uh, if you're going to take the Cowboys as your free pick, great job last week with that. Um, yes. Let's hope you can hit another one because I like it. But uh, you will have the Cowboys plus six and a half. Okay. And then I'm going to go to one of the earlier games. And, Paul, I'm going to take the Giants, another line that has ticked up. Uh, the Ravens were initially three and a half, maybe four. Now the line's up to six. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to go like you are, back an underdog here. I'm going to take the New York Giants as of this recording at plus six at home. 
against the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, what a great show, Paul. I, I can't tell you enough how much fun I have doing this with okay, you. Okay, thank you, Mark. And again, before uh, I let you move, uh, before uh, I, we come to an end here, um, remember the last two weeks, Mark, believe it or not, had a tie. So let's see if he can break his tie streak and uh, get on the win. He likes the Giants here, plus the six or six and a half. We'll see how that plays out. Let's see if I can keep my five-star uh, going. Again, you can catch Mark on his website at francosports.com. And, um, you know, you can follow him there. And he's also on Vegas Insider as well. Okay, Mark, I want to thank you for calling in and uh, talking to us. You have yourself a good day. Thank you, Paul. I'll talk to you over the weekend. You have uh, everybody that's listening to the show. Please, have a winning weekend. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, there we go. We did some football. A little bit of fun. You know, when it comes to Mark, he loves to get right into it. And the, the, You know, the show is sports comedy, but football season, uh, you know, we, we kind of we keep an eye on that stuff as far as the, the handicapping because uh, sports betting has become such a big thing. So it's kind of cool to do that. And five-star picks are always fun. Um, it's, okay, so on the website, thesportscomedyshow.net, Football page, .net NFL, my memory serves me correct, is uh, where funny football briefs. I am going to be updating them again for this week, so check that out. And uh, if you guys ever have a question or want to contact me, thesportscomedyshow at gmail.com, give me a call or uh, give me an email, and uh, let's talk football, baseball, let's talk sports comedy, let's talk whatever you'd like. So um, I'm here for you, and who knows, maybe you might have a question, I can put it on the air. So I want to thank everybody for jumping in, wherever you found the show. I'm on all the major platforms. And as like I do when it's time to close, I say, I want to thank everybody for listening. I am Paul, and you guys have a good day, and we'll catch you soon.